Hi, this is Serena Vincent, and you're listening to Power Rangers in Cyberspace. Ah, after 10,000 years, I'm free. Now, finally to conquer Earth. Alpha, Rita's escaped. Recruit me, podcasters with attitude. Anthony, you've been chosen, given the power of the youngin, with your fresh eyes and naivete. Sean, you've been given the power of wisdom beyond your years. Welcome to another fun-filled episode of Power Rangers in Cyberspace. That was lightning. I'm Cyberspace. I'm one of your co-hosts, Sean Fritz, joined as always with Anthony Mullen. Anthony the Microphone Mullen. Anthony the Smoke Detector Mullen. This is episode 13-13. This weekend, this past weekend, you went somewhere. But before we get into where you went, cross-promotion. Saturday was a single day Hickory Comic Con in lovely, beautiful. Nobody knows where the hell it is, Hickory, North Carolina, home of Johnny Townsend. Johnny Townsend of that retro bliss. We need your money and history creeps. Yeah, we need your money to make podcasts to buy Bubsy. Dude, anything to help promote the show. I know. I would love to figure out what we could do for Patreon, but we're not there yet. We'll get there. We will come to your house and do a live show. That's the Patreon. You got to pay for me to come down to you, or up if they're in New England, or up. Yeah. Anywhere you want to go. Or You're going to pay for me to come to you, and then that's like the, that's it. But Yes, $6,000. Yeah. That's our Patreon. I'm down for that. That's solid. Like, I could take cut of that, and I could pay. That's a perfect living. So at Hickory Comic Con, as I said, world famous in his own world, uh, Johnny Townsend of Retroblist History Creeps and former guest on this illustrious award-winning show future award-winning show. I don't know. I know you don't know this, Anthony. Most people don't. I had Johnny Townsend do a commission for me. Did you really? I certainly did. I was going to go to the Comic-Con, but life got in the way and I did not make it out there. So he's going to send it to me. I'll tell you what it is, if you want to know. Is it a power? Is it the Dragon Zord? No, but that would be a good idea, actually. No. Um, I want to see him do the Dragon Zord. That'd be cool. Well, if you need a commission done, Anthony Mullen, I'm sure that you could ask him. No, I had him do... I, I, was, I was looking at his Instagram and I was like, oh, I like what he was working on. And he showed me some of the stuff he was working on. You know, he was doing like the, the Randy Savage and uh, uh, all that other stuff. And I was like, oh, I kind of like that. He showed me the Bone Cold Steve Austin that he was working on. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's cool. So uh, I, was, I was inspired, as artists usually are. And I like his art. It's very, it's very different, very unique, but, but I like it. And I was like, hey, Johnny, because we're on a first name basis. What would <laughs> what would you say to an Undertaker versus Under Faker or Brian Adams, uh, as he's also known, one of the guys from DOA? And he's like, "Oh, I like that idea." So he gave me a price. And I was like, "But you can't not have Ted DiBiase in there because you know the million dollar belt was the coolest, second coolest belt, wrestling belt, next to the Winged Eagle Bret Hart World Championship belt." I know you know what I'm talking about. I have no idea. <gasps> we'll have to post a picture on our Instagram. The Winged Eagle belt is the belt that Bret Hart wore from 89 to 94-ish. And then they started swapping the belts out, like when Steve Austin picked up the belt and blah, 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 blah. The Winged Eagle belt was like a classic design. The Million Dollar Belt, are you familiar with that belt? 
I think so. Remember, I wasn't big into wrestling as far as that. The million dollar belt is basically a whole bunch of dollar signs that are diamond encrusted. And it looks, it's, it's, that's it. Gold polish, diamond encrusted, just looks cool as anything. And actually, I saw it at New York two years ago. Ted DiBiase was sitting there with uh, one of the Bushwhackers and Tim Duggan. He had the, I don't know if it was the belt, but it was, it looked pretty, pretty sharp. I was like, oh, that's a cool belt. And looked at it, picked it up, and it was, it was heavy. But so... I'm, I'm eager to see that. He, he finished it up this morning. He hasn't sent me a picture of it yet, but I'm yeah, pretty interested to see it. So Johnny was, uh, like I said, at uh, Hickory Comic Con. Support him. Check out his Instagram and, and podcast and such. So here's my segue. Anthony, you went to, was it RockCon this past weekend? Yes, I was. How was that? So here, let me, let me ask. You were going to go see a bunch of people and you were... Oh no, at, that was two weeks ago. And you were also going to get escorted away forcefully by David Yo's security team. How did that go? Are you sure we didn't talk about this? You told me you were going there. You did not tell me. Oh, I didn't tell happened. you about the... Oh, yeah. We haven't spoken since oh, then. Oh, I know why. Because I thought... We talked, but we didn't record. That's why. So for all our listeners, yes, I went to RockCon about two weeks ago. Maybe three by the time this drops. And I met David Yost, the Blue Ranger, yet again. And such a great time. You know, it was really fun. He was awesome. Very, very uh, open to being possible guests in the future, hopefully. He was open to our... Um, our plate our what we do here yes this uh thing we got going on this little adventure but then on top of that i met someone else that i surprised you with that you were not expecting uh karen ashley yes the second yellow ranger aisha she was very open she told me to message her and it really was nice to see these see i ex i didn't expect a no from the lost galaxy ranger serena vincent i i didn't expect a no because you weren't the original, but yet, you know, kind of like, you know, you're running the con scene. And there's a certain level of celebrities that you expect yeses and no from. Like, you always can ask, but generally, it's, you know what I'm saying, right? You don't want to bother them, but you also don't want to, you want to let them know how much you appreciate it, but you don't want to sound like every other fan. You want to stand exactly. out, but you also don't want to well, pander. It's kind of like asking Adam West to be a guest on your podcast, and you're like, well, it's Adam West. He's not going to say yes. Well, you can't now. Unfortunately, Adam West is no longer with us. Yeah, that was a really bad Great example. Great example. Way to, all right, just fuck it. Just cancel the show. Shut the shit down. We're done. Everybody out of here. Just kidding. You had me. I'm like, oh, wow, he's walking away. I hear his voice disappearing. No, I just I backed away from the mic about three inches. But, like, the difference between asking one of the, the, like, Jason David Frank. I feel like if we were to ask him, I feel like Hollywood has gotten to him so much because he's he's Jason David Frank. He's the standout star. You could ask him, but I'm going to expect 100% no. There's that one chance that he may be like, yeah, here, talk to my guy. And you wouldn't expect it, but I'm going to expect to know. But someone like the uh, any other season besides Mighty Morphin, I expected yeses from. Oh, well, you're not Mighty Morphin, so maybe this is what you're doing now. Because if you don't know them from any other show... You're just that disarming. That's all Yeah, it it, it's, it's just that you're not the first, and you're not the current one. So it's more like, oh, well, you, you probably will say yes if you're doing the con scene by now. And the fact that she... And the fact that both David Yost and Karen Ashley were recept, were very receptive and very friendly and nice. And I felt horrible because I didn't buy anything from them, either of them, at first. I just... I had no money on me. I, I had 50 bucks, and I was like, I don't want to touch this. And I went up, and I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm not buying anything. I go, but I just have to say that I met you once. And, and David Yost was just like, He's like, oh, awesome, I remember. Thanks. You're Anthony Mullen. Well, no, no, for real, joking <laughs> aside, he was, I'm going to tell you, he's one of the nicest actors I ever met. Well, and he's directing a lot now, right? I didn't know that. I don't know much about him outside of Power Rangers, but I want to. Way to 
be a fan. He was such a nice. He was such a nice guy and such a, a great. I told him they tell you. It's funny because I asked about the show, and this is before I asked him. Or this was after I asked about the show, and he he talked to me, and he's like, "Yes, let me know." And I go, you know, funny, they tell you never meet your heroes, not your true heroes. Never. No, what they mean by that is never meet Gene Simmons of KISS. Exactly. But you know what I mean, though. They say that, you know, never meet your true heroes because you may see a side of them that you're not going to like and it's going to ruin their image for whatever they stood for you. Yeah, you're going to ruin your childhood. Now, that going in, if I was to meet Gene Simmons, I know what I'm expecting. But it's kind of like meeting, like, if I was to meet Jason David Frank, I don't know if I, how, like, I don't know how I would feel because it may be a little weird for me because I feel like it, he may be kind of a jerk. It also depends on the environment that you're in and how... Exactly. You know, if it's the beginning of the day, if it's the end of the day, if it's if they're at dinner with their family, you know, versus if they're expecting to meet fans, you know, in the cattle call, they put on the face and, and stuff to a degree. Well, I mean, I understand that, but just as tiring as you are, I've been waiting at a show all day in line. You've also been at a table sitting or standing and taking a picture. I've been waiting in line and I'm spending money. Can you at least give me that pleasure of saying I've met this person? And I'll say, you know, I when I met da when I met David Yost at Niagara Falls two years ago. He was, he was very happy. You could see the difference in the atmosphere because the atmosphere did affect it, but he was happy. He was pleasant. It wasn't that he was annoyed. It was, all right, cool. And he took his time with everyone. When I met him this time, I go, I told him, I go, they tell you not to meet your heroes because you never know. And he goes, I know. I'm so mean. Look at me. Oh, and he's just so smiling. And I go, <laughs> I go, for real, thank you. I go, it's kind of weird. I go, because, you know, I'm a, I'm a guy in my early 20s doing a Power Rangers podcast about a show for children. And I go, you're like one of my most influential heroes. Billy, the Blue Ranger, was awesome, was everything back when I was a kid. And he's like, for real? I go, thank you. He goes, I go, yes, for real. He goes, well, thanks for that. I go, no, thank you. You know, like it made such a it's such an impact on my childhood. It was an amazing experience to meet him. It really was. And then on top of it, I felt like I felt horrible. I didn't buy anything. And then I was like... I'm sorry, I don't have any money to buy anything right now. He just, he goes, I get it. It's okay. It's cool. It's under, I understand. And then um, I wanted to meet Karen Ashton. I'm like, I have to try and get a bumper. I have to try and get something. And I walked up and I was like, you know what? She's got t-shirts there. Maybe I'll buy a t-shirt from her. But I'm like, well, then I can't buy a t-shirt from him. I go, I'll figure this out somehow. Karen Ashley luckily didn't have any t-shirts for sale or else I would have felt horrible. But she talked to me, super happy, super nice. And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to get one of those t-shirts I see. And I went back over to David Yost, waited in the line very politely. I go back. He's like, ah, podcast. And I was like, yeah. He go, I'm going to get one of those t-shirts. I go, you know what? I go, I'm going to take the, I'm going to bite the bullet. And I go, I'm going to get one of those shirts. And I go, these are your shirts, right? And he actually has his own line of shirts. I don't know if you've seen them. They're the affirmative action shirts. And yeah, you were showing me some of them. Did you see the shirt I got with all the Zords? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a really yeah. cool one. I really it's like that. all the Zords done up as origami, all in like their colors. And I love it. I thought it was awesome. I think the one that sold it for me was definitely, it was cool, like seeing all five. But then I saw like the green Dragon Zord. I was like, yeah, thank you. Like if you didn't have the green Dragon Zord, I would have been iffy because they had another shirt that I kind of wanted. And uh, you know the picture for Akira where it just says Akira and it's got like the five blood streaks behind like the line slashes. It would, They had that, but it said more uh, affirmative. And it was like the five colors going down. And I was like, I love that. Because it's very, like it had that Akira look to it. But I saw the the Dragon Zord origami. And I'm like, right, that's the one. Pretty but, cool. And it was awesome. Definitely a great experience. If anyone ever gets a chance to meet him, definitely I say go for it. What's his, uh, was it affirmative action wear? Is that the, is, is that the name of his uh, clothing? Um, I'm going to pull it up. Yeah. Are, you, are you pulling it up? It, it oh, see, I didn't know. I didn't have. I didn't even think to at, think for that. Uh, I didn't think you were gonna ask me that, so I didn't know. Uh, well, that's what Google tells me. Yeah, no. I say I didn't realize he had a website with more shirts, so I probably will have to make some more purchases. 
You're gonna you're gonna buy him. You're gonna buy him into business. I will. No, I I would rather money go directly to him because of how he was personable and personality wise. I will I will rather my money go to him personally than having my money go to Hot Topic for a Power Ranger T-shirt. Okay, I'm gonna backtrack on what I just said. Affirmative Action Wear is a Detroit-based clothing line to improve everything of of Detroit, Michigan. So let's see what Google has to say on this. So I'm just one. gonna type in Affirmative David Yost. Affirmative Clothing Company. Chris. Chris Andrade, Andrade, Mason Andrade, and David Yost. Yeah, so it looks like it's a co-op, but I do Who's like... Who's the other two, though? That's the thing. Probably friends of sorts. Uh, AffirmativeCC.com. I think we should give a rightful plug. AffirmativeCC.com. Uh, do you see the Ranger one? I Oh, I'm sorry. So it wasn't... It didn't say everyone. See the, where it says Ranger and see, like, the slashes? Yeah, that's actually the first one I noticed, and I really like that one. Once a Ranger. I love that. Yeah, it almost looks like I should buy it comes in black and you can get it anywhere from small to 4x i only need a large thanks i love it did you did you read his little mono this little thing nope. there nope because i'm uh, actively participating in a podcast right now oh stop oh you think chris has never read anything live <laughs> uh no but uh you know we do have other topics but it looks like they have t-shirts hats uh there's a triceratops hat did you see that? yes i see the hats Oh, they're actually like real hats and not just flat brims. Oh, yeah. They got bags. They got a man on the moon shirt. I do like that ranger shirt, though. That's a really nice one. And it looks like they have individual shirts. Like, here's a pterodactyl women's origami shirt, like you called it. Yeah. It's called the, uh, it's called pterodactyl shirt. Hmm. They have, uh, yeah, a bunch of other, bunch of cool stuff on here, actually. It's in, you have to go to the clothing tab to see all or majority of them. But, uh, looks like they got other, uh, past rangers and, uh, also Ernie Hudson, the fourth Ghostbuster. Really? Wearing, uh, yeah, you gotta go to the trending? trending. Oh, I see, uh, Walter Jones. That's awesome. Yeah, he, yeah, he played the Black Ranger. Yep. Oh my god, that's awesome. Yeah, I'm very, uh, I'm very supportive in this company. I'm very proud of their meaning and what they stand for. So here, I'm gonna read their mission statement. Embrace who you are, believe in who you are, affirm who you are. That's affirmative. An affirmative clothing company, we strive to bring high quality products with unique high end designs, which I would agree with. Uh, we hope that you enjoy the feel of our products and take pride in wearing them. We thank you for your support. Well, I, I'm definitely going to support them because I do like, A, you know, what they stand for, knowing, you know, I'm not going to get into it, but, you know, more about David Yost than, mm -hmm. than the ultimate fan, Anthony Mullen. Well, I, I know a bit about his life. Nothing like what you know, but still. But I also like the designs, and, mm -hmm. you know, there's a couple on here, actually, that I might like. Again, AffirmativeCC.com. We are not getting paid to say any of this, oh, yeah. but it is... I, I do like, uh, oh, there's a view more button. Oh, here you go. Here's more. Uh, Ranger T-Series looks like the affirmative, and it's got the, um, kind of like the, the, like the Kylo Ren lightsaber looking, you know, how the lightsaber was all, you know, unrefined. It's got like the six slashes where it says affirmative. Really? Yeah. You just got to go to clothing tab, and then you click view more at the bottom, and there's a, it's a couple down. But it looks like they have all the uh, individual Zords, too. Uh, that's T-O-O. They have long sleeve workout shirts. Uh, they're like under. I would guess they're like Under Armour shirts. But they have a saber tooth tiger. They have uh, Triceratops, pterodactyl by itself. I haven't seen a T Rex. I haven't. I wonder if it's either out or that, or maybe it's just whoever supports him or like goes with him. I don't. I don't know. I'm not even going to speculate. But it because I don't. I don't know the answer. But uh, you know, and the nice thing is, it's not tri. It's not blue ranger or triceratops heavy. 
which which is kind of cool. There's a variety. It's very subtle. It's subtle, but there's also variety. So you don't have to have, like, if you don't like just the Blue Ranger or Triceratops, it's not like, well, forget this then type thing. See, I like it where it's just his glasses, but it's, you know, possibility. Oh my God. That's punny. That. That's so punny as hell. Because it's, because Billy always said his glasses, so it's possibility. Well, no, he didn't. Not always. The majority of the time. Later in the second, and a majority of the third, and then the first season of Zero, the only season of Zero, Zio, he was rocking the Steve Jobs sweater and contact lenses. Was he really? I never noticed that. Yes, sir. I should know. I watched Zio a couple weeks ago. Yes, you did. So, speaking of that, I'm going to transition away from David Yost for now. We can circle back if we need to, if we want to. Mm-hmm. I happened to be on Instagram a couple weeks ago, and I went to the little magnifying glass where you can search for stuff, and, you know, where it's like, hey, we noticed that you search for childhood items, childish items, like Power Rangers. And, and <laughs> I so, love it. I love it already. And so I was like, yes, I do. Thank you, Facebook, who owns Instagram. Uh, I certainly do. Uh, and I happened to see something that caught my eye. It happened to be a, uh, a, I have it already, but it was a the metallic or the Hot Topic exclusive metallic Pink Ranger pop, the reissue one. Not, not the reissue, but like, because they put one out years and years ago and it vaulted and now they're super expensive. I think it's the red, the white, and the pink. The original Power Ranger, the original three Funko Pops for Power Rangers. And then they, you know, they recently came out with a, a whole new line of them right before the movie. So that Pink Ranger, the new Pink Ranger one, Catherine Sutherland had signed it, and on her Instagram, she was holding it and said, enter to win. So I made a comment. I was like, ooh, this is the last one that I need of all the Rangers that currently autograph them. Because I don't, I haven't seen a Walter Jones autograph anywhere in the wild or Austin St. John. And unfortunately, um, Tui Trang, you won't see any of those. But I have a Jason David Frank and a David Yost. Ha ha, Malone. Not to brag, but I made a comment on it. I was like, oh, this is the last one that I need to complete my collection. So did you get it? No, I didn't, but she favorited it. And I was like, oh, that's cool. That's my story. Oh, that was it? Shut up. Jerry Ryan plus one my post on Google Plus years ago. You know who Jerry Ryan is, right? No. Jerry Ryan was a seven of nine on Star Trek Deep Space Nine. Never saw that. Me neither, but I know who Jerry Ryan is because she's like a very attractive uh, female actor. It's more my, my, my age than yours. That's that. Social media, Comic Cons, all that stuff. Not, anything else to add? Nope, good answer. Yeah, no, I have nothing. Uh, I, 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 was, I was like, wait, hold on. Let me take a moment to think. I, I have nothing. I'm sorry, yeah. So, also, side note, uh, I want to thank you guys, you and Chris, more so Chris, but you were there too, Anthony, so by proxy, you got to thank you as well. Th- thank uh, you? For, <laughs> yes, you're welcome. You're welcome, Anthony. Thank you. You're welcome for putting my Comic-Con tickets on blast last week. On Did you sell them? Issues 152. Well, b- before that, uh, when, when, we, when I heard him out on Instagram, friend of the network, Wade Ilson, mm-hmm. he had bought one. Nobody bought them after you guys put them out there, but thank you anyway. So I put them on StubHub yesterday, and I sold two of the three days in about five seconds. Very nice. Shipped them out this morning, so I was pretty jazzercised about that. That's cool. Good for you, man. Very, so, very, very nice. Yeah. But uh, good luck to anyone going to Comic-Con this year, especially because the Javits Center is under construction and they didn't sell four-day passes, so I hate you, Repop. I hate you before this, but I hate you even more now. Plus, I can't go, so that's that. But speaking of back issues last week, Anthony, I heard a very, very, very little throwaway line that you got to play a, a, a series of games that we talked about a couple, issue, a couple episodes ago with, with our aforementioned network guest, uh, network friend and guest, special guest, only guest, 
Johnny Townsend, Sir Jonathan Townsend, you got to play some Super Nintendo games. That is right. That is right. I did. I got to play a Raspberry Pi, which is awesome. Do you want to explain it very simply for very quickly, very simply? It's a handheld computer that you can build and customize and put whatever operating system on it you want. People have put Windows 10 on it for some strange reason. How the hell do you put Windows 10 on that thing? People have built them. You just download them, and, and it's got some sort of educational license that you don't have to pay for it, but it's very stripped down. Bare oh, so it's like very, very basic Windows 10? It's like Windows Vista in terms of features. Windows Vista Basic Edition, which was garbage. Yeah. It's basically, it's a computer that you can load whatever you want on. It's like buying a, a, a generic hard drive. It's got nothing on it, and then you can put whatever you want on it. The, 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 the circuit board has everything you need into it to run a very basic anything. Uh, and then there's a, a free uh, developmental application operating system called RetroPie, which is uh, the back end of, basically it's what makes the, a series of emulators work. Emulators are software that you can play old retro video games, hence the term RetroPie. Pie being from Raspberry Pi, it's the type of motherboard. Basically it's a small handheld computer you hook up to your TV and you can play old video games if you have the right controllers. And you can put Super Nintendo, Nintendo, Sega, PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2. Uh, I've got, I have one as well. I've got an Atari, PSP. You could put PSP on it? Yeah, I'm still fighting with it. It's, there's, a lot, there's a lot of mileage may vary. But there's, I mean, there's, a, there's a whole uh, GitHub. GitHub is a resource website. It's like a forum. Probably like 100 different emulators you can put on there if you want to spend the time coding and finding different hacks and such to make it work. But basically, it's an emulator, kind of like you used to be able to put emulators on your computer. This, you could put it on this little tiny computer and play it on your television. So without further ado, take it away, Anthony. What'd you do? What'd you play? How'd it go? All right, so I got it pulled up over here, my list of games. The only game I ever played as a child that I really played was the uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the original one. And it was really funny is when I went to go play it, I, I you know Chris set it up, and I played this on the, I used to have this game on the Super Nintendo. I, I had my original. Chris, actually, the one I gave to Chris, he has my original Power Rangers for it, which I may try and con back from him and be like, hey, I don't mean to be that person, but can I have this game back just for my collection of just Power Rangers stuff? <laughs> I may just try to get that back, I think. <laughs> but I loved that game, and I had it for Super Nintendo, and I loved it too. And it's funny as I started playing it on this Raspberry Pi, and it's really, really cool. I never realized that like the how much I knew about Power Rangers until like someone that like someone other than you and me. It never kind of really came off to me because I never get to really nerd out about Power Rangers because Chris always shuts it down. But he was getting ready for us to record back issues last week, and as I start playing it, I go, "Oh, I go, you know, dude, I go, I think this was the pretty. I'm pretty sure this was the first Power Rangers video game." He goes, "How do you know that?" I go, "Well, I go, Tommy's not in it." He goes, "What do you mean?" I go, "Tommy's not in it. Tommy didn't come in till the end of season one as a Green Ranger, and the Green Ranger is not even in this game, so it could not have come out. It had to come out right at the beginning of the show." And he, I, he's like, really? And I go, yeah. It kind of like triggered like, oh, wow. I, I may know a bit more about Power Rangers than the average person. And I love playing that one. on the Raspberry Pi is really cool because I had the Super Nintendo controller like I had as a kid. And it flowed very well. And then I got to play the Power Rangers, the Money Morphin Power Rangers, the movie, featuring Ivan Ooze. And that's the one that's on the Super Nintendo. They all were. Well, no, one was, they were different though. That's the thing. I don't know if you went back and you tried to play them both. The one on the Super Nintendo is different than the movie edition on the, on the Sega. Oh, yeah, yeah, and, and Johnny explained that as well. They were just, the, the Super Nintendo version was very similar to both, on, on both of them with the two planes, the, you know, the top and the bottom and the back and mm -hmm. the forward. Sega was a little bit more free, free-roaming-ish, sandbox-ish game. Yeah, 
But I'm going to tell you looks though, the look on the Super Nintendo one was really garbage. It really wasn't my thing. It was kind of disappointing. Oh yeah. I mean, it was, it was all, it was 16 bit sprites. Yeah. Very, very poor. Like, like the Mighty Morphin Power game was awesome. And then the movie edition was just very let down, very just disappointing. It's almost a rehash, but yeah. with less effort with put into it. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. But I'm going to tell you, the thing is, as a kid, I never got to play that version. So this was the first time I got to play this Power Ranger game and it was awesome. I didn't even know it existed as a kid. Yeah, exactly. It's awesome. I didn't know this one exists. I thought this was just... I didn't realize the difference as a kid between the two. I thought, for whatever reason... You thought they were the same movie, the same video game, even though they were two No, different. no. I, I just thought they were just because it was Sega and because it was Super Nintendo. I didn't realize that oh, the two Super movies. Nintendo had a, had a movie version of the game either. D- Sega, has, Sega has one as well, yes? Uh, the, the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, I don't know if it... It says it's on Sega, but I never played that one, so maybe I'll have to try and play that one next time. Um, um, yeah, uh, I don't know. I, I, know I, haven't, I haven't played it, even though I have. I probably have it, I just never really... You know what? Um, no, I'm thinking of something else. I'm thinking of the, the Zeo Let's Race Motorcycles game on Super Nintendo. How was that? Uh, I don't know. I looked at it. I, saw, I just watched a video preview of it. And I'm just like, oh my goodness, this looks horrendous. Again, it was on Super Nintendo, so I don't think it came out but a year after the Fighting Edition, which was really hollow in what it offered. I'm going to tell you this one. I played the Fighting Edition, and for me, it was cool. Yeah, but it's, there's so many, or there's there's not very many. There's, what, eight characters? Nah, I think there's six, if you're lucky. You have the Ninja Megazord. Or no, the, Thund- the Thunder Zord. The Thunder Megazord. You have the Shogun Zord. The Ninja Megazord from the movie. The regular Megazord. Nope, the the original Megazord isn't in yeah, it. Well, it wasn't Super Nintendo. Are you? Sh- oh, in the very end of no. Are we talking about we're talking about the fighting game? Yeah. Yeah, it's in there. There's eight of them. Uh, I think Lord Zed's in there. Um. Here, I'm pulling up a picture right now, and uh, as I scroll through ever so slowly, I'm going to talk slowly as well in hopes that it heightens the drama. Is it is it working? Not at all. No, you're not you're not helping me here. Here it is. Oh, there's the Tiger Zord. Megazord. That's what it is. If there, you have the Thunder Zord, the Ninja Zord, the Shogun Zord, the Tiger Megazord, and then there is the Goldar Zed, some blue eyeball dude. I don't remember him. He was one of the monsters. He was one. I remember. I like. I don't remember him. The show, and then the lipstick chick. I remember her as a kid. You know what would have been cool is if they oh, Silver Horns is the home, is homeboy's name. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, Silver Horns is a monster created by Lord Zed from a tick. Ooh, how topical! To defeat the Power Rangers, he speaks with a southern accent and can shoot fire from his horns. Obviously. Was Super Was Serpentera like how cool would it have been if Serpentera was in it? That would have been cool as hell. Like instead of having Zords, have Serpentera be like you fight Serpentera. That would have been cool. Or uh, and Cyclopsis. Dude, like that. I'm all for the Ninja Megazord, but the Ninja Megazord wasn't in the TV show. That was for the movie only, correct? I thought the Ninja Megazord was in um, the third season. Or was that just like the Shogun Zords? Oh, you know what it was? They borrowed the, they borrowed the, the movie Zords. They borrowed the, the, the Ninja Megazord because they were doing all custom footage for the movie. They borrowed that from the third... Whatever came after the... They borrowed it from... I'm going to have to look now. But they borrowed it from one of the seasons... Well, the thing is, use. I just Googled Ninja Megazord and an image of it that is obviously, obviously 
cut footage from Super Sentai, and I see the Falcon Megazord, and I'm like, whoa, hold on, I see it. So, I don't know. Yeah, and you know what else? I just did the same thing, and I don't like the Zord Builder program, you know, with all the toys where you can, like, interchange them. Like, I'm looking here at the original Megazord, and it's got the blue arm from the Ninja Megazord and the red arm from the Ninja Megazord on the original Megazord, and I'm just like, you look like garbage. I hate you so much for doing that. You're a bad fan. Oh, I, I'm looking... I would buy the I would buy the yeah. Play School Megazord before I did even did that if I owned all those toys and I'd punch that guy in the face. Mm-hmm. I, I get so mad. No, no, you don't do that crap. Oh yeah, no, don't do that. That's that's not how it goes. Yeah, I mean, come on, have a little bit of respect. You know what? I think I have more respect for the Ninja Megazord, seeing that it was actually used in the TV show. That it wasn't just a, a movie Megazord. Yeah, it looks like it uh, was in the third season, first fifteen episodes, approximately. Really? It weighs 7,200 tons. Really? 190 feet tall for 58 meters for those of you not in the U.S. Hmm. Yeah, now you know. That's different for me because I don't ever remember this being in the third season. I'm reading the wiki right now. I know. I, I believe it. I just don't remember it because I remember they had... I mean, they went through three Megazords that season then. Mm-hmm. They didn't mess around. Because season one... Well, hold on. They had two in the second season, or with the Alien Rangers. No, because they had the Megazord, the Power Megazord, and then they got the Thunder Megazord in season two, correct? Yes. Then season three... They started with the Ninjas, uh, they started with the, uh, these homeboys. The Ninja Megazord, then they did the Shogun Megazord. Yeah, but the Ninja Mega, the Ninja Ultrazord with Titanus, you, do, you know the, the silly about that, right? Ninja Ultrazord? Yeah, where they... It, it happened, like, twice. Maybe. Where, like, it would dock and... So, so they had Tor. Yeah, well, I knew... Well, I knew Tor, I knew the piece of, Tor, the piece of garbage Zord. Yeah, no one liked Tora. Yeah, well, there's no A at the end, by the way. Just Tor. T-O-R. You know, the, the, to create the show, the look in the show, which was unique to the States, they used the toys. Mm-hmm. Come on. Get a little bit more creative than that. Oh, wait, so, like, in the show, they actually just took the toys and they just dragged it and made it look like... Yes, sir. Wait, bo- wait, no. Are you serious? Due to the fact that the Ninja Zords and Titanus came from separate Sentai seasons, all footage of the Ninja Ultra Zord was created specifically for Power Rangers using off-the-shelf Power Ranger toys. Oh my god. Directly from the Power Rangers wiki. Uh, in Kaka Ranger, which is, um, I want to say Kaka Ranger was the Mighty Morphin Alien Rangers. I'll double-check in a minute. They are the final mecha to appear, the last Megazord. In Power Rangers, they are the first Season 3 Zord to appear. Hmm. And Kaku Ranger was... Ninja Sentai Kaku Ranger. That's different. Yep, they were the Alien Rangers, yep. So the Ninja so the Ninja Megazord was the Alien Ranger Zord. That's what it was. Yeah, and which is why, at the same time, like, if you ever noticed during the... Uh, and, and here's the funny thing. So, like, Kaku Ranger, the Alien Rangers, was filmed during... It would have been, had they gone in order, like, Jew Ranger was 92, Mighty Morphin Season 1 was 93 in the States, and they were doing, uh, I can't remember, uh, one that they didn't use in the States because Mighty Morphin was so popular. That was filmed in, that showed in 93, and then it, it, Season 2 of Mighty Morphin was 94. That's actually where the Tiger Zord and, you know, the, the White Ranger came from. Yeah. And they used the, the, thun, the Thunder Megazord, the Thunder Zords. Uh, so they borrowed most of that, and obviously they had to create some custom footage for... Cause they had to the, make it make sense. Well, and they had the White Ranger with the 
you know, from, from Kakura, or from, again, I can't remember what it was called, even though I had the DVD on my shelf over there. They used the, the White Ranger and the White Tiger Zord, uh, and the Thunder Zords from that Sentai with Mighty Morphin 5 from Jew Ranger and Mighty Morphin Season 1. Mm-hmm. And I think I told you this before, if you look real close, you'll never see the Thunder Megazord and the monsters in the same scene. You'll see the monster, you'll see the, uh, they get attacked, you'll see a sword, and then you'll see the cutaway to the Megazord, like, recoiling or, you know, repositioning or whatever yeah you were telling me that one and um every once in a great while if you look really close you can see like if it's real close quarters combat but there's still like a lot of like the sparks and the 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 boom boom pow Mm -hmm. kabam pow batman 66 bubbles popping up if you look real close you can see the original megazord but you'll never see the thunder megazord in, in a majority of those not never but very very infrequently that's funny as hell just the the crafty editing that they did in, in the early days of the show before it became very much copy and paste, you know. Do a voiceover here, insert your, your footage here of your kids running from this building to that building, and then all of a sudden they're transformed, and then morph, and then boom, and then we'll just insert Sentai footage now. They had, they had to get yeah. real crafty with uh, with Super Sentai, or with, with Ranger to uh, Mighty Morphin. At that point, why wouldn't you just freaking just film it yourself? Just literally. Because you went every which way. Here's why. Why would you do all that work, coordinate all that stuff, stunt coordinators, insurance, this, that, and the other thing, when you can just simply buy the footage and just work around it? Yes, yeah. You're, you're licensing the footage and you're spending, I don't know what the figures are, so let's use round numbers. So it costs $100 to produce one episode, let's say. And that's involving everybody. For just small numbers, just for base, for namesake, all right. So, well, let's, let's say it's $10,000 because that's not realistic, but let this a little more, you know, we can get a little bit more granular. It probably costs for that one episode to license, you know, on average, because I'm sure they bought all the footage on a package deal. Oh, easily. That one episode, it probably cost to, to license it versus the 10000 that it costs to, to actually produce it, edit it, clean it up, you know, actors, blah, 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 all this other stuff. Uh, Saban probably paid, on average, 500 bucks. So if you can save $9,500, why wouldn't you? All you gotta do is hire. I mean, you hire yeah. writers. You make it a little bit more. You, you write. You rewrite the narrative. Basically, all you're doing is taking all the action sequences. You're taking all the liability out of it. Quite honestly, a majority of it anyway. Mm-hmm. You don't have to buy the stuff, get the permits to do the things, explosions, safety, insurance. Like I said, you don't have to pay for any of that stuff. Well, I never thought of it that way. It does make sense? Yeah. Now you know. Yeah. No. I. I guess I just never realized that. You know. Just. Now you know. Yeah, now I know. When to finish my thought, the third season where they were, which would have been the year after Alien Rangers or Kaku Ranger was in Japan, had they adapted that series, which they sort of did, that would have been the Alien Rangers were at the very end of the third season miniseries in a Zio. But that was actually they had the Shogun Zords, right? Yeah, they did the Ninja Rangers, the Ninja the Ninja Zord, and then they did the Shogun Zord because I think what was it? And the Shogun Zords were were um, they were they they were closer to the end of season three and into that alien region. Yeah, because it was Lord Zed. Lord Zed controlled an evil Zord. Yeah, Serpentera, right? No, 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 no. Lord, sorry, no. Lord Zed had his own Megazord. Oh, yeah. Or the Shogun Zord was evil. That's right. Or they were too powerful or something, I think. That's right. Yeah, they had to get even more powerful Zords. So then... Because they destroyed the the Ninja Megazord, so I think they had they had to take control over the the Shogun Zord. Something I can't remember. Yeah, they had to unlock them or something like that. They had to be like, "Hey, we're on the same team, right, buddy?" Yeah, something like that. I can't remember. And then the Alien Rangers 
took hold of them when they, you know, took over for a little bit. The, the funny thing is, those were the final Zords, if I remember correctly, in the Alien Rangers or the Kaku Ranger series. And they took, like, a 50-episode series and they, like, merged it into about 10, ep- eight, 10 episodes. Yeah. Instead of being at the very beginning of Alien Rangers and at the very end of Power Rangers Season 3, they were actually at the second half of... They were that in-between break. They were the Kaku Rangers, or the Alien Rangers, uh, Final Zords. Because the, the Falcon, the, the Ninja Falcon Zord, Jabi, whatever the hell it was, was their first Zord in Kaku Ranger. The one from the movie. Mm-hmm. So they kind of, like, took it and were like, hey, we're just going to go ahead and uh, jumble, we're just going to put it in a half and pull out whatever come work with whatever comes out first crazy man it's it's pretty crazy to see like it's neat to watch sentai knowing what the power rangers has already done with that footage yes i mean it's just it's it's you're just like wow like they really they they took it and they just kind of twisted it around and said we're gonna go ahead and use this way down over here but we're gonna take what's down here and we're gonna try to explain it way over here and it doesn't make sense but that's cool yeah i mean it does but it's like you really had to shoehorn that in in there to make it work they, i mean i i can't complain i mean they did good oh yeah they did they, they fool they fooled you for the most part well they fooled you but you didn't even know what was going on you didn't even know that they were fooling you yeah i'll give them that with that you want to take a break i guess cool all right mastodon I need to get one of those. I might have one in my stack of. I, I completely forgot. I was at my mom's house the other day, and I was I I really wanted to go through. You forgot you were at your mom's house. No, when I was at my mom's house the other day, I wanted to go through all my old toys, and I was going to grab and like try and grab some Megazords. I finally started hanging some art on the wall, like all my art and all my like. I'm trying to get my own room finally put together. Your big boy room. In my big boy room, and I really want to put some Power Ranger Megazords up in there. You need a shelf to put them on. I'm actually going to get the uh, square things from square like uh, the, Walmart. Uh, shelves? Yeah, like the like the cubicle type things. Get the ones from Target, the hidden the hidden square shelves. Oh. Uh-huh. They're called hidden because you can't see like the the things that you, like the L shaped brackets that you put on underneath them to support them. All right, I'll I'll type it up and I'll hold the, I'll I'll check it out later. They're just a better quality. I mean, they they have a little they have different finishes and such. I mean, I built some for my I built some hidden shelves. Basically, it's just a you screw I mean you screw it into the studs and then you put that shelf covered. It basically goes over it like a like a I don't know like a sleeve it's it makes sense once you once you do it well no like well okay okay better buddy i could say it's the the cubicle bookcases oh yeah no oh okay i gotcha they're just yeah yeah, i like those because it's sturdy like the one from walmart like it's like i bought a bookshelf from walmart it it literally fell over and like snapped in half and you still want to buy another one from no 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 so i I had bought that at the same time i bought the bookshelf that i bought in the square cubicle thing and that thing is so freaking sturdy i literally laid on it i never once felt like it was gonna break gonna move it was set it's it's rock solid set it and forget it exactly so i'm gonna try and get some of those and put some power ranger stuff in there and set, put a tv up in my room and it's all fun man i got my art in from reno ah the reno massage oh my god dude it's my did i send you i sent you the picture of it right uh when did re- refresh me because I don't I don't remember and our fans can't see it our, our listeners can't see it so I don't I don't recall. It's from it's the I it's the uh, Billy Zed and Pink Ranger. I don't believe you sent this to me. We'll check your phone right now. Are these these aren't the four by six versus ones? Yes, I have the I have the three original ones. Oh, you have the originals like. Uh huh. Ooh. Yep. So I put them right up in a shelf. I have them next up. I don't know if you know this, but I have the original Green Ranger. Oh, I, I have. 
have these prints. You're welcome. There's only one reason you're get you got the prints is because I commissioned them. When he opened up his commission list before the summer started last last spring. You were telling me about that, yeah. Yeah, no. See, this is I was bragging. I know. And I thought it was hilarious because year about two years ago when Reno was starting to do his versus series, we were bumpering him a lot like crazy for pack issues. And I kept saying, dude, do a Green Ranger, do a Green Ranger. And he did one. I was like, oh my God. You know where I bought mine? Where? New York City Comic Con. I bought it last year on site, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Well, guess what? You, I, you didn't go. For a thank you. No, I did not last year. I, no, I like where you're going with that thank you thing. Yeah, say that again. I don't know what. No, as a thank you for always bumpering, bumping Reno for our back issues. Chris, uh, Chris and Brandon get in the mail two original Reno sketches, and I'm like, that's awesome. He left you out on purpose. And I'm like, are you kidding? I'm like, well, no, it wasn't like that. I'll never think that way. I was like, all right. I go, dude. I go. I just, I got to get this Green Ranger. And Chris goes, by the way, he wrote a note in here saying, don't, don't let Anthony buy the Green Ranger. Oh, nice. And I was like, he what? Was, so I get trying, mail. He's trying to keep you out of his business. He's like, I don't need your money, Mullen. So he sends me the original Green Ranger, and I was like, this is amazing. I love it. So he opens up. So I'm like, dude, you guys should do more. And he did that Venom Pool sketch, the the limited quantity one he put out a couple of months ago. And it was the first five that got either or got a uh, free uh, pencil sketch with it. So I got Alpha 5 with it. And then right after that, he puts up the Versus series of Alpha and the uh, and Jason. And I bought prints of those. I couldn't drop 80 bucks because that's how much its originals were going for now. I can't just drop that on an original. I mean, in some cases it's worth it, but I know what you mean. For a 4x6, it's really hard. It's, it's not they're bigger than that they got like five by seven. Oh, for the originals yeah i gotcha but uh so i'm looking at him it's like man so he opens up his commission list again and i finally jumped on it right before the summer and i'm like listen i'm on the list i dropped the big order i dropped five of them on him and this was just for pure microns with like the color pencil shading so i got bombshell version of hal jordan and carol ferris which is a bombshell of hal jordan so what, he's wearing a baseball hat and a bomber jacket? No, not bo not a baseball hat. Like, almost like an old-school pilot style. You do know that bombshell is for the women, right? Yeah, but like that, to match it. To correspond to the bombshell look. Bombshell the 50s. style. Yeah. Bombshell, sp yeah, the bombshell style. And that, that was the 40s, by the way. 40, what? All right. No, no, whatever. No, whatever. No, no. No, 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 no. I also asked for the for Billy, Tr Billy Kimberly, and Zed. I'm like, that'll be awesome. Next to the Green Ranger and the Prince. Wouldn't you know I get an email saying, hey, don't worry about the extra charge. He goes, just pay the regular $100 fee, but I'm going to do the Power Ranger ones in full color for you because I want you to be, have a matching set. Ooh. And I'm pretty sure it was, for, it was for him because he dropped them full color, beautiful. Oh, Something absolutely. to me. And then right after that, he did the black, yellow, and white Ranger. And I was like, dang it, I can't get those ones too. I actually bought, I bought those like the day after he closed his... Uh his store. I was like, how do I get those? He's like, oh. I knew people like you would, would forget that, wouldn't buy them until the day after I shut the store down. So he hooked me up. I paid for, I paid for him, but. Well, I think what I'm going to do is, uh, I'm just going to wait till his commission list opens up again, or maybe I'll hit him up around Christmas time. Just be like, hey, listen, I want my own original Red Ranger. Cause I mean, I love the prints being framed, but I already have three of the original, four, four originals. I wanted a full original set, you know? No, I got you. And I will take full credit that when he posts last year his the top nine pictures, the top top pictures from Instagram for the year, two of them were my photos that I commissioned. Yeah, back in tw back twenty, his twenty sixteen review or whatever, it was the Green Ranger and the Alpha sketch, the pencil sketch for Alpha, were his top were t were two of his top favorited photos, and I was like, motherfucker, there you go. I told you, Green Ranger is what's up. Well, it's about time you come around on that.
But yeah, no. Speaking of Alpha, are you a Loot Crate member? Are you a Loot Crate member? No, I'm not. Did I, I really want to get. I really want it for this one. Really bad. The Loot Crate normally, I mean, for those that don't listen, for some reason, don't. I, I think I would. I would almost say that almost all of our listeners are a, subscribed to something, a subscription box, and uh, Loot Crate. I mean, Loot Crate is hit or miss. In, in some cases, I will admit that I, w- I was a member and then I wasn't and then I was again and then it wasn't. I am right now. But Loot Crate recently put out a, uh, a teaser, actually a full picture, uh, which they normally don't do. It basically said, this is, you're getting this uh, in the coming weeks. And it's, let me find it. It's a Alpha 5 Loot Crate exclusive figure. And I was like, ooh. And basically it's a blacked out version of Alpha 5 with extremely long arms and skinny legs holding five, holding an ice cream cone with five scoops that look like, you know, there's one for each original Ranger color and they got the diamonds on them, you know, going like the, on the chest piece. I was like, that's cool. Oh, you know, oh, sugar. It says in this month's Loot Crate DX. I just now noticed that. So you're not going to get it? I don't think so. So you upgrade. So you went out and you got this and now you're not be like, now you're no, not. no, no, I was, uh, I already had Loot Crate. Oh, so you were excited for this coming in, and now you're well, not. Well, when I got the loot crate, I'm like, oh, so maybe it's next month because I got the same one that Chris had posted the picture of the you know, bishop and the queen from Alien. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, maybe it's next month. Why would they release it a whole month early? Because they posted that article on comicbook.com uh, on the 14th of September. I didn't even I, like. I looked at. It, I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool looking. I'm not gonna go out of my way to find it. Not even now. But I was like, oh, that's cool. I mean, I'll do something with it. Like put it with the rest of them. I got a thing on my Google the other day. It said something about the new Sentai series. Have you seen this? New Sentai series? Yeah, for... The one in space? The ninja steel? No, no, no. The one, the one after that. Does that really take place in space? The current thing? Well, I know that that's the whole... That's the Sentai version is that they're like alien races. Oh, I, I haven't watched it. Oh, actually, no. It's the... No, I'm talking about the, uh, the, the upcoming season. The one that they haven't put out yet. The Sentai version. Yeah, no, this is the one where they all have stars on their chest, correct? I do believe. Yeah. I've been seeing this. Is that they're like all aliens or whatever? I might actually check that out, but I haven't yeah, I haven't looked at it. But the new Sentai, the upcoming one, Toei trademarked two Sentai names, which there's a lot of fans that are speculating that it might potentially be a two team, two different two different Sentai teams and just speculating are they if it's two different teams are they in concert you know are they on the same page are they opposing teams are they is one team a villain is one team you know do they ultimately like well i could see them being together but like almost like x-men blue x-men gold type of style i know but the whole idea of i mean because you can have the team if you have enough rangers there was 10 last year last series in the states there, there was 10 in total, but with this one, if you have two teams of five or six or seven or whatever, having two different teams that are have opposing viewpoints or different agendas, even if they may overlap at some point, so that like, they're constantly fighting not only each other, but whoever their main adversary is, that's kind of a cool concept. That's pretty cool. I'm not going to lie. I like the costume designs, too. I haven't too. seen those yet. I'm going to tell you, look at the Black Ranger. He looks like the Magna Defender. For which? The new Super, Sen- the new Super Sentai series. See which one there's two teams. Well, no, it's just just search new Super Sentai. New Super Sentai and autocorrect thinks new is need, but yes, that's also true. Need Super Sentai. Always so, need and Super then Sentai. I go to images. And yes, then it's. And there should be like it looks like people are like oh, on yeah, the moon. Cool. You know what? The second picture there where they're all standing and like there's like a column of them right behind them. 
you know, where it's like the like the magenta. Yeah. That's kind of oh. cool looking. It almost looks like the Justice League posters. But but this one, yeah. new Super Sentai series created with American input. Huh. Where they got Star... Oh, snap. And the, the gold one looks almost... Looks kind of like the, the gold ranger from... Zio. Uh, is it Zio? He almost looks like his helmet looks like the, the Charlie Spe- the Charlie Spe- Charlie Dan Charlie Daniels. <laughs> no, it's the almost like a belt. Oh, I know Zodiac. That's what it is. Oh, so they're so the, is there going to be? They're Zodiac. The one dude's got a tail. That's a chick, by the way. The orange one. That's a chick. It looks like. Yeah. No. But did you, but did you see what the Zodiac is? It's a Scorpio. Uh, and then the the one the pink one way back in the distance. There's a chrome one, like a. Man, these are cool looking. I like these. I like those. Those are really cool. This is kind of cool. If you're looking at that, what's going on here? Some of these pictures, and, and this is awful for our listeners, go to Google, type New Super Sentai, and then just go to Google Images. If anything, just search New Sentai Zodiac right there. That's all you need to see. But here's the cool thing. Like the third one down on the left, like I'm on my phone, so it sorts it a little differently. The one that's got, like, they're going head-to-head. The one guy looks like a bug on the right. and the, But they're all Red Rangers. Super Sentai Legend Wars. Looks like it's a game. But it's a really cool promo art. Like, there's Change Man is on the the first the forefront. He was the, the OG. Hmm. And there's, like, the Samurais on the left. There's the Dino Charge on the right. There's the SPD on the right in the back. Ninja Steel. There's Charlie Brown, Red Ranger. And there's uh, some of the ones that weren't used in the, Senta, in the American on the left with the wings. And then the pirates one on the left. These are really sharp looking. Like this is sharp. Hmm, I'm very curious. That's just, it. Looks like that's for a game because it's all Red Rangers, and we all know how I feel about Forever Red. We don't, but we'll find. That's out gonna be a point. special one. We're not just we're not just giving you anything about that. That that we're holding that one in. Episode fourteen. <laughs> no, there's a, oh silver is a snake. It looks like we're gonna have to. You know what we're gonna have to do? Gold is a Libra. We're gonna have to look at this, pick it apart, and we're gonna have to write our own, draw our own conclusions with this next time. I think that's what we. Yeah, this isn't this isn't one we gotta just jump on. This is one we gotta look into because this that could be cool. But oh, that's that's cool. I I'm excited for that series. Yeah, so we'll we'll dive deeper into that because that looks. I mean, just from this one artwork on Den of Geek, looks real sharp. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we'll come back to that. Uh, we'll have a, a real discussion about it. But with that, Anthony, do you have anything else to add today? This has been kind of a longer one. I have nothing else to add on to that. It's... Where's Thread? Hey. Oh, no. See, I can't because I keep, I keep, I can't keep clicking on stuff because it's already... My eyes are up here. Just, it's just... <laughs> All right, then. You're funny. All right, then. Yeah, no, I. that's really it, I think. All right, then, Anthony. Uh, tell us, tell, tell the listeners, because I know. Tell the listeners where they can find you. Give me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Xbox, PlayStation, at A-N-T-M-U-L-L-E. Not Facebook. Inst- see, Instagram. Xbox Live, that's what it was. That's what I missed out. At A-N-T-M-U-L-L-E. If you like listening to this and you want to listen to another podcast that I'm part of, check out Back Issues on uh, Stitcher and what is what's the one that uh, Android uses? Stitcher. Oh, you can uh, Google Stitch, Stitcher and iTunes. Check out back issues. Google Play. Uh, Google Play. Check out the uh, bicvp-radio.com and all the other shows. I'm out. And Sean, you can find me on Instagram and what's that other thing? Xbox Live. Sean CV79. You can also find our show Power Rangers in Cyberspace on Instagram, Facebook newly minted Facebook page at Power Rangers in Cyberspace. You can also email us uh, ideas for the show. Do you want to be on this show? Do you want to replace certain co-hosts on this show? I kind of I kind of like having them around. Do you want to, I don't know, 
have a suggestion, uh, an offering, a an idea. Uh, Power Rangers in Cyberspace at gmail.com. Again, on iTunes, please remember to rate, review, subscribe, and tell your friends. My sister can't be the only one to leave a, a review. Uh, and as Anthony mentioned, uh, Back Issues Comic Book Podcast. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Give them a listen if you like all things pop culture, comic books, mainly comic books. Our website, uh, our network website, BICVP-radio.com. With that, thank you, everyone.